In horror media, we always see final girls come out on top. But what if they were a little fruity? Chris and Tristan are here to answer that very question. Welcome to Final Gaze. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of Final Gaze, starring Chris and Tristan. This week, I have a guest speaker, and Chris would like to introduce him. Go ahead, Chris. Yes, hello. Today, we are joined by Mikey. Mikey. I forgot your, yeah, I forgot your Twitter. It's, it's Girl, my Twitter handle is um, at Adam's Franchise. Adam's is like Wednesday Adam. Yes, everyone go follow. Everyone go follow. Exactly. Now, okay. that we've gotten introductions out of the way, um, how are you guys doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. Y'all, this cocoa water bottle is probably one of the best purchases I've ever made. I'm so serious. Oh, my God. I'm also doing great. Um, don't ask me why. Oh, why? Fine. I, that's why I said don't ask me why. Yeah, I, I guess I'm I don't have an answer. Have speak. Bitch, I don't have an answer. Okay, don't get fucking rude. <laughs> 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 I can't with y'all. Okay. Um, we invited Mikey to come on the podcast this week because you Mikey did. obviously. I did not. What? You did. I did not. Oh shit. Okay. The one that you were literally the one that were in my was in my DMs, basically begging me to be on the podcast. Oh, you were like on your hands and knees. That's a fucking lie. Like, that is a please, fucking please, lie. Please, 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 You're please, a fucking please, liar. Come on the podcast, please. I love you so much, Mikey. Please. You're, I never said that. One, I hate you. I hate your ass so much. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. No. No. Mm-hmm. No. 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 Nah, you're just lying. You're lying because you can't accept the fact that you love me. I'm but. Okay. What? I said say that you love me or you're transphobic. Love you, Mikey. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I thought, Chris. That's what I fucking thought. Anyways, I invited Mikey onto the podcast this week because. Mikey is obviously very obsessed with the horror franchises of Stan Twitter, and he is gay. Well, And annoying. Yeah, and annoying. So we had to invite him onto our Stan Twitter gay horror podcast because, you know, it just made sense. So thank you for joining us, Mikey, and I'm so glad you were able to come today. Chris, yep. I have one thing to yes. say to you. I'm scared. What is you should be scared. Stop being a nasty bitch to all of our guests. What the fuck did I do? Mm-hmm. Exactly. 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 Honestly, I think that we need to kick Chris off this podcast. No, what the fuck? Replace him as the new host. Yeah, Mikey. It's gonna. It's gonna be final gaze with Mikey and Tristan. I have exactly because one, I'm funnier. Two, I'm prettier. Three, um, I'm gayer. Even four. Um, I can't think of a fourth reason, but you're Chris and I'm Mikey, so what now? Exactly, exactly. I fully support this message. Um, I am Tristan, and I support this final gaze message. Exactly. Um, so what are we talking about this week? Well, this week's episode is planned to be about horror movies and their remakes. Um, so... I figured 
that we could get to that in a minute once everybody has settled down. Um, but I wanted to ask you a couple questions, Mikey, since you are the guest this week, if that's okay with you. Uh, um, I wanted to ask you what your favorite horror movie or horror movie franchise is and what you like most about it. Um, this will come as no big surprise. My favorite horror franchise is Scream. I have probably seen every movie at least. Well, I can't say every movie because I actually don't really care for two or three. Um, Fuck off. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. Okay, now I know that you're taking the movie to shit. So, um, anyways... Uh, the Superior sequels are 1, 4, and 5. I said what I said. 1 well, is not a sequel. 1 isn't the best sequel. <laughs> okay, I, shut up. Anyways. Um, no, I think Scream is my favorite franchise. Uh, right next to Saw and Halloween. Uh, I can literally go insane over the Saw franchise, even though I hate half those movies. Bitch, where Halloween. is Nightmare on Elm Street? Um, literally, I only like three of the movies from Nightmare on Elm Street. Same, but still. Like, I can't say that it's a good franchise, because it's not. It's not a good franchise. It's not a good franchise, and most of the sequels just don't fucking have Heather Heather Langenkamp, so they really missed the bag there. And we'll, we'll get into why that remake was, um, shit. Exactly. We'll get into that. We'll get uh, into that later questions? on the podcast. <laughs> any other questions? Um, the next question I had for you um, was, do you want to take over this podcast from Chris, like for real? Because I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to say yes, too. <laughs> well, you can be a recurring guest if you want to. Um, either if Chris is busy or if I'm if I'm busy or Chris is busy then maybe we can have you as like a stand-in if Chris is okay with that oh my god that would be so cool I support that yeah I support that too and now we're all best friends again what if like you just joined the podcast well I feel like that's not really a good idea because we just started and also Mikey is really busy with school and he's gonna be doing his job soon but I'm not gonna dox him right now because this is gonna be public so Docs me. Okay, it's real. Um. <laughs> um, another thing I wanted to bring up, Mikey. Uh, everybody okay. who knows you through Stan Twitter knows that you are problematic as hell on Stan Twitter. Would you like yeah. to dissuade people who say this and let them know that you are not actually that scary once they get to know you? Okay, one, I don't think I'm actually that problematic. I mean, sure, that I, I can be, like, kind of mean sometimes. We're not going to say the slurs. I'm just saying we can't say um, the slurs on this podcast. Oh. No, I, I can't just I do not say the T-slur. I have never called someone the T-slur. That is not true. Next. Okay. Yeah. I'm not yeah. problematic. Follow me. Okay, moving on. Um, I think y'all should follow at Adam's Franchise on Twitter. He clearly wants it, and he clearly needs it. Um, anyways. Um, I'm so sorry. 
Mikey just sent a horrific photo to the Discord server that we are calling on, and I am genuinely afraid for my life. That is the most, that is the most horrifying thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. No, I didn't enjoy it. To no, describe it for our fun. listeners, it is a guy from that show, um... God, what is that show called? Um, Dragon Ball Z. Oh, it's the guy from the show Dragon Ball Z, but he's naked with his feet right at the camera, and he's sitting in, like, a pot. I don't know how else to describe it. But that's the alt text for our listeners. Um, Yeah. Chris, did you have any questions for our lovely guest here, Mikey? No, I don't, because I didn't know we were supposed to prepare questions for him. Oh, I didn't prepare anything either. Oh, you're fake as hell. You're fake. I was not informed of this. It, We're not preparing anything for the podcast, Bestie. I'm just going as I go. No. Exactly. Well, no, I don't have any questions. All right. Well, then, without further ado, let's get into the topic of the week. Um, so we are starting the horror movies versus their remakes discussion. I assume that we want to start with Nightmare on Elm Street, um, since no. that's something that Mikey and I obviously no. love very much, and um, uh, Chris has seen, so. <laughs> yeah, uh, we can start with Nightmare on Elm Street, and then we can talk about Halloween, because I know Chris really wants to talk about Oh my about god, Halloween. I have so many opinions on both of those. Okay, okay, okay. Since you have so many opinions, I, I, I don't know which movies you meant, but... Why don't you just go first about your thoughts on A Nightmare on Elm Street? Because I think you're the one here that doesn't hate the movie as much as we do. Yeah. Go ahead, Chris. Wait, on the the remake or the original? I thought we were doing talking the about remake. the original and the remake. We're talking about both. Well, we're talking about the concept yeah, of remakes versus but. originals. So if you want me to start, I can because I actually have a thought process going. But um, if you want to go, um, then you can. And what is your thought process? Well, my idea um, was to kind of go through, you know, what we like about the original, then bring up the remake, what's good, what's bad about it, and then overall discuss, um, you know, how we feel about it being remade in general. So for me, with Nightmare on Elm Street, I personally feel that the first movie um, from the 80s was very well written. Um, You know, I really like the characters. I like the strong, empowered female message. Um... I personally could really enjoy Nancy's character. I felt that she was easily one of the most likable slasher characters um, in general and still holds up to that title this day. I feel that um, Heather really killed that role and, you know, all the other teen, I guess, roles were carried very well. Um, As much as I dislike Johnny Depp, um, I do think that he was very good in that movie. I'm so sorry to everybody who's listening. Um, Robert Englund was a very compelling villain. I feel that he carried his role very, you know, well and was able to give life to the character of Freddy. And I think that's why he got so many sequels as himself. So that's really what I like about the first movie. I feel that it was honestly pretty much the perfect slasher movie. I mean, it had the right balance of horror and camp and sci-fi i thought it was really interesting um then we get to the remake 
which basically to me lacks any charm um it lacks the decent qualities of the main character nancy and instead kind of shoehorns in kyle gallner who couldn't even save that damn movie if he tried like we know that he was trying to save that movie because kyle gallner is amazing in everything he's in and even he could not save that dumpster fire i really did not like as much as i talked about last week the fact that i understand why they decided to make freddy krueger a pedophile in the um remake um i also didn't really like it um like i understand why they did that because that was the intention in the original franchise but i also feel that it's good that they didn't use that in the original franchise or the original movie because i feel that it's something that needed to be handled very delicately and they really didn't handle it as delicately as i would have liked um do you guys agree with that yeah um i just want to check on that part but i really feel that way um about that specific section of the remake um going along with other problems that i have with it i feel that um and mikey brought this up to me a little while ago and i'm sure he'll say this as well I feel that them trying to prove Freddy's innocence, despite the fact that he was a pedophile, creates a really weird problem narratively for what they were attempting to accomplish by, you know, saying that. Because it kind of takes away from the shock factor of him being a child predator and makes you kind of like, it almost kind of like romanticizes it and makes it seem like, oh, well, it wasn't that bad because they don't remember. And I personally really do not like that. Um... I honestly just feel like the movie lacked a lot of substance in general and it didn't have any of the charm that the original movie had and they really really tried to go the darker route that um new nightmare went with but they didn't do it in as effective of a way because in my opinion freddy is like the best when they lean into how silly the concept of freddy is I really like in the first movie when he's just saying these random cheesy one-liners like this is God like that's just so iconic and I love that but you know in the reboot we get this really creepy serial killer that molested children and that's not something I want to see from the franchise so but I'm gonna let one of you guys talk on your opinions now uh, do you like to go Chris or do you want me to go first it has been a while since I've seen either one, um, but I do kind of agree with, um, well, not kind of, I, I do agree a lot with what Kristen said about what they did with Freddy's character in the remake. Um, I think the biggest issue for me is I can't see anyone else playing Freddy Krueger except for Robert England, which I'm sure is the case for, like, probably 95% of the human population. Um, but I do think Jackie O'Reilly did a good job with what he was given. And I, the remakes... Oh, sorry. Oh, I was going to bounce off that point. I think Jackie O'Reilly did, like, pretty good with what he was given. And I don't even necessarily hate his Freddy. If, minus the obvious like pedophilia parts i don't necessarily right. hate a darker freddy i kind of and 
enjoy the darker, like, humor that Jackie's Freddy has, but no, the whole totally movie just gets weighed down by the pedophilia. It truly does. That entire it, it does. plot twist, that whole plot line, there's a reason it wasn't added in the original, and there's a reason why it should never have been in this remake, and there's also a reason why most people don't fucking even like Freddy now because of that remake. That remake tarnished a lot of people's love for the character. But anyways. So the remake's biggest downfall is um, not making you know, Chris the fighting girl. Um, y'all can talk about that. I don't know if that's like an unpopular opinion. I don't know. I love Katie Cass. I think she's great in everything she does and by everything she does... I mean, I've only seen her in, like, three things, but she's great in all of them. Uh, but, yeah, Nightmare's biggest downfall was the way, what they did with Freddy's character. And I do agree, I think Jackie really did a good job. I liked Darker Freddy. There's just something missed. I don't know how to explain it, but I feel like there's something, like, missing... If that man, I, I, I don't know how to explain it. I can tell you what's missing. Oh, God, I'm scared. What? The charm, the, the interesting plot, the acting finesse, the good character arcs. Like, I really feel like that movie was just, they wanted to destroy that franchise as much as humanly possible. Like, exactly how you and Mikey said it, they basically took a slasher villain that we love to see and made him something that's unlikable for shock value that didn't even pan out well. Yeah, I think that is truly its biggest flaw. And also, with Nancy Holbrook versus Nancy Thompson, the comparison is almost unfair. It's laughable. First of all, I don't completely get why they changed Nancy's last name. I was just about to say um, that. Like, what was, what was the reason? I don't... Uh, they got completely rid of Glenn as a character, which really sucks. I... My controversial opinion is that I don't actually really like Quentin Smith at all. I think that he's a very overrated character, and Kyle Gallner does the best with what he's given. But that... I just don't think that uh, Quentin Smith is that all that interesting of a character. And his dynamic with Nancy is weak, which is not Kyle Gallner's fault at all. It's completely, I don't actually know the actress's name for Nancy Holbrook, but I know for a fact that she said that she didn't even want to be in the movie. So I'm just like, why are you in the movie? And you can tell in her performance, she did not give a flying fuck about that movie or the character. And that sucks because I think that maybe given a different actress, Nancy Holbrook could have been as charming as almost as charming as Nancy Thompson. Though, again, we'll never have an, another Heather Langenkamp and another Nancy Thompson, but there could have been something there that just wasn't there because of the actress not wanting to be in the movie. I will say there is one thing that the that the remake has. I don't know what they're called. I call them, like, micro-naps. I don't know what everyone else calls them, but, like, the little mini-naps they start taking towards, like, the end of the movie... Like in the car, I think. Outside the um, grocery store or something. I think they're called like micro naps. 
I think there's yeah. a movie maybe or something like that. I really like the, that addition. I thought that was interesting and I kind of wanted to see more because we only got, what, like one or two of those. I kind of wish we had gotten those throughout the whole movie. And mm-hmm. I will say the CGI is absolutely, like, absolutely horrible. Just terrible, awful. It, it is bad, but I think the micronaps also led for some interesting scenes, like the one scene where uh, Nancy is in the pharmacy, I think, and she keeps going in from the dream realm to reality. Yes. Like, I, like that seems really cool, and there could have been a lot more scenes like that in the movie, I think. I love that scene. I, I, I think that might be my favorite scene in the whole movie. That is my favorite scene in the movie. That's that in the opening. Those are like the only two scenes that I actually. I agree. Uh, I think talking about the original, since I haven't really touched on that one, the original is just very timeless to me. I actually didn't watch it until I think recently last year. That's when I first had actually watched the movie, and I instantly fell in love with it. I think I was just sick one day, and I was like, let me just watch this movie. Completely entranced me. I think Nancy is such a likable character that many final girls just don't have. And this is Wes Craven's writing, for sure, because I think Nancy and Sydney are easily two of the most charming final girls, if you're looking at the original movies alone, at least. Um, Agreed, because I think that Sydney gets way less likable as the movies go on. So I was actually exactly, say yeah, that. I, really? <laughs> I I wasn't gonna say that. I think that I was just talking about the original movies. I was thinking that though, Tristan. <laughs> um, I think uh, Nancy. I think that's just what makes the franchise so great. I think more slasher movies, slasher franchises, need to recognize that just as big as their like flashers are their final girls are just as big like um laurie strode for example so many people went back to halloween just for jamie lee curtis and just for laurie strode imagine if heather Langenkamp came back for a help like a nine round elm street requel I, it was oh my god so i would just need a day one like exactly i think that a lot of horror franchises just don't appreciate their final girls and I think Nancy Thompson dying in Dream Warriors is a big testament to that. I think if Nancy Thompson, I think Nancy Thompson dying in Dream Warriors is the only reason why Sidney Prescott has been able to live this long because Wes Craven knew his mistake from Nancy Thompson and wasn't going to recreate that with Sidney. Wait, that's actually like like an interesting point. Like I never thought of that. Like I genuinely believe that. But yeah, I think that Nancy Thompson's would make those movies. Um, I think all the characters in Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one, are really likable. Um, and like, you just want them to be like safe. Like, I often feel like a lot of slashers, the the friends are unlikable. Like, sorry, Chris, with Halloween, Annie is not a likable person. I think no, I literally Annie- had I had a conversation with someone the other day. Like, I I. I forgot who, but, like, Annie is kind of, 
I, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna touch on that when we get to we can touch the on Halloween. That, yeah. yeah. We get to Halloween. Um, but with many other slashers, the character friend groups are not as likable as the main characters, or they're just rude, and you kind of want them to die. But with Nightmare on Elm Street, I don't think that's the case. You don't want any of those characters to die, and you generally feel bad. And I think Nancy is also just one of the smartest final girls. She's not given enough credit. I don't think she's given enough credit. I think everyone always talks about Sydney and Lori. But I don't see the same hype ever really given to Nancy. And that's so insane to me because Nightmare on Elm Street is a part of the big three. Well, let's be real. Um, I feel like Wes Craven truly understood where like how far he had gotten with nancy specifically and that's exactly why the movie new nightmare exists because that entire movie is all about how he failed to create the franchise based off of nancy like if you watch that movie you know the entire way that you watch it that the whole subtext is damn i really should have had nancy be bigger in these movies because everybody wanted to see her come back. And that's why he made that movie. Um, any other final thoughts on the remake or the original? And then I think we should probably move on to Halloween. Um, one final thought. I do want to say, right. um, just in general... That I feel the remake was very unnecessary, I'm going to say. I'm going to say it was very unnecessary solely because solely because New Nightmare was an amazing story. And they even had Freddy vs. Jason, which was, it was okay. I wasn't a huge, a huge fan on that, but it was a good movie. Um... And I feel like they had kind of peaked with that and they probably should have like taken a break from Nightmare on Elm Street for a little bit. That's my personal opinion because Wes Craven was pumping out the hits with Scream and he knew he was pumping out the hits with Scream. So if he wanted to put time and effort into a franchise, he should have chosen that one. Like that's my personal opinion because Nightmare on Elm Street as a franchise was over dead and buried and then it was brought back because oh. of Heather. And then they didn't really have much else to say. And they knew they had nothing else to say. So that's the last thing I want to say on that. Um, I think that maybe we should go to Halloween, um, John Carpenter versus Rob Zombie. And then if we want to, we can also talk about the requel after that. All right. We should probably let Chris go first. Okay. Halloween horror. <laughs> Let me preface this by saying um, a few people are going to get mad at me, but I love the remake just as much as the original. Um, that, that being said, I do get the, all of the criticisms everyone has of both of the remakes. Um, like, they are... Rob Zombie character, you can tell they're Rob Zombie characters without even watching, like, without knowing that Rob Zombie makes it. Like, you can watch it and be like, this is a Rob Zombie movie. 
Um, the decision to change out the escape sequence in the director's cut is something I will never understand and something that I will never support because the escape sequence in the theatrical cut of the remake is so fun, so gory. And then the director's cut comes out and all of a sudden this girl is just getting sexually assaulted. Well, let's just say raped in um, his, what, like, cell? Um, I thought that was very odd. Um, I think Annie is more likable in the remake. I think Daniel Harris does a great job as Annie. And it Daniel Harris being cast in the remakes doesn't feel like fan service. Like, it doesn't feel like, oh, you'll remember her because she was in Halloween 4 and 5. I don't know if y'all have that same thought, but um, she fits into the movie so, but, like, whenever I watch the remakes, I forget that that's Jamie Lloyd. I'd agree, because I think with um, Halloween 4 and 5, and Daniel Harris was not in Halloween 6, thank Lord, um, no, 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 not too much on Halloween 6. Oh, no, no. Okay, anyway. This was not anyways. an invitation to drag Halloween 6. Anyway. <laughs> um, because she was a child in those movies, and, and in Halloween, um, the remakes, she's obviously a lot more grown, and so probably not as recognizable. Because, like, when I see Daniel Harris in those movies, I don't see Jamie Lloyd at all. Right. She really makes that role different and of her own. That, yeah, I just don't see Jamie Lloyd at all in Annie for the remake. And it doesn't feel like fan service. She does fit very well, I would agree. Exactly. Like, I love, and I would argue to say, some people might get mad at me, there are some aspects of Scout Taylor Taylor Compton's performance as Laurie Strode, especially in part two that I prefer to Jamie Lee Curtis specifically in the original because the original you can tell that's her first role but like she's good and all but um you could definitely tell that she was like a beginner um but I think there's something about the remake that just keeps bringing me back to I don't know what it is I think it might be, like, whenever I think of Michael Myers, nine times out of ten, I, like, my first thought is Rob Zombie Michael. Because Rob Zombie Michael is the scariest Michael. Are we in agreement on that? I will fully Uh, agree on that. Um, Okay. Can I speak for a minute? Of course. Yeah, Yeah, of course. I don't really have much to say because I'm not a huge fan of the Halloween franchise and I know that that might be disappointing to people that are listening and I know it pisses Chris off. <laughs> it doesn't, it, no, it doesn't piss me, it doesn't, I, like, when people say they don't like the Halloween movies, like, I'm, okay. Yeah, but yes, anyway. Hall- Halloween 5 is a bad movie, but am I going to defend that with my last dying breath? Oh, yes. <laughs> Yeah, but anyways, my point was, my point was, I'm not a huge fan of the Halloween franchise as a whole, but I will say that I have seen the first Halloween movie, and I've seen the first Rob Zombie remake, and the 
original Halloween, John Carpenter's, was not scary at all to me. I felt that it was very boring. I felt that nothing really happened. I discussed this with Chris last week on the other episode. Mm -hmm. Um, I even went as far as to say, like, I felt like nothing happened for 30 minutes. And Chris even agreed and said, you know, from this time to this time, nothing really does happen. And you're just kind of waiting for something to go on. So for me personally, I felt that Rob Zombie Halloween, the first one, was actually enjoyable and I felt that it was genuinely kind of disturbing. I felt that it was genuinely spooky, scary even, and that, you know, it had more substance to it, I guess, because we don't really see much of the, you know, escape in the original. Um, that's correct, right? Because when I watched it, I did not see that. But the original? Yeah, like, they don't show that in the no, original, right? We, we see him... Not very long, no. Because yeah, he just the takes them... He just takes their like car. five minutes. Because he just takes yeah. their car, right? Yeah. yeah. I wanted to make sure I watched the right movie. Because I don't understand the appeal of the first Halloween movie. I'm so sorry. But when I watched it, I was really, like... I watched it, and my immediate reaction was, that's it? Like, that's really how I felt watching that movie. Because I hear all these people hype it up non-stop as it's one of the greatest films of all time. This is what started the slasher franchise. Like, I'm so sorry. It was not that good. Like, the Rob Zombie remake took that movie and made it actually enjoyable for me. Because it's so ridiculously different. Like, okay, maybe the concept is similar, like, in idea, but it's not the same movie. Like, I'm, I want to see if y'all agree with that, because I don't think it's the same movie at all. I think it has a similar plot, but it's, like, a totally different movie. I actually really agree with that. Um, I feel like the, the movie is put on this pedestal where everyone constantly compares it to the original, knowing it is absolutely nothing like the original except for the last half of the movie. And that's kind of what pisses me. Like, you're comparing and contrasting to, yes, there are two movies in the same franchise. One is an original, one is a remake. But I like that it doesn't feel like a shot-for-shot remake because we've seen shot-for-shot remakes well, I haven't seen them, but as Psycho, um, I've heard enough about the remake to know that I don't need to watch it to know that it's a shitty movie. I like that Rob Zombie took it and made it into its own thing. And I like that instead of the original, where it's always assumed that it was nature over nurture that made Michael kill, I like what the remake does in terms of exploring whether it was nature or nurture or a mix of both that contributed to the way Michael ended up. Mm -hmm. And I think that the first half is a very interesting character study on Michael. And I just like I think Halloween 2 is an incredible, incredible, it's a number, n number three on my franchise ranking, um, an incredible character study on Laurie Strode. 
but we can save Halloween too for another day because I have a lot of opinions on that one, and I don't want this. I don't want this episode to be like three hours long. So I'm gonna stop talking. All right, Mikey. Um, did you want to say anything on Rob Zombie Halloween? Um, really quick. Yeah. Um, based, I think my my thoughts on Rob Zombie's Halloween, um, it's a guilty pleasure movie for me. Where I don't, I would, I really need to rank this franchise because I'm actually not sure where I'd rank Rob Zombie's Halloween. But I would say that I really do enjoy both Rob Zombie's Halloween One and Halloween Two for many of the same reasons that Chris does. I, however just fully cannot get behind them as much as I can with the original. I'm a total, like, slob for the original, basically. I love that movie. But I do agree with the criticism that it is like, a boring movie. I think if you're not invested in Laurie as a character, then you're not going to enjoy that movie as much as, like, maybe I would, because I love Laurie Strode as a character. She's... As much as I dislike Jamie Lee Curtis, and you all know my dislike for Jamie Lee Curtis... I love Laurie Strode. I love her. She is one of my favorite characters of all time. I'm quite depressed that we're probably losing her in ends. But no, we gotta manifest. No, you uh, don't bring that up here. Sorry. But with with Rob Zombie's Halloween, I think that Rob Zombie is a very talented director. I think he has a very distinct style that is like it's very similar to his music in the best way possible like he has a very grungy like music video-esque way of directing his movies i just think he's a terrible writer i really do i think the writing in those movies is not the greatest the dialogue is fucking atrocious and you came and argue with me on that because it just is um and i think that's an acquired taste that i simply don't have as much as maybe you do chris and i also don't like how kind of sexist his movies are it's not overtly, yeah. but the fact that a lot of the female characters are given booby deaths, basically, where they're, like, screaming, um, they're om- almost naked, it's very almost sexual in the way that they die, versus the male characters being able to, like, fight back, um, they're not given that same treatment. Uh, it's very indicative of the slasher franchise as a whole, and I just think that his movies can come across as really sexist, and I don't personally prefer that. But overall, I, I like the movies as much as I have my criticisms for them. I still like them. I think that they're much better than most of the sequels in Halloween, so what now? I agree with you on that one. Yeah. But I do, I do understand, like, like, like you said, I think Rob Zombie has a very specific audience um and so of course his movies are going to be for everyone since i don't like him i'm like okay because i understand why a lot of people that i know don't like his movies i I truly think that there's like an acquired taste because i don't even like hate rob zombie as the director i really like um house of a thousand corpses and that's like uh trilogy i like those movies they're fucking stupid but they're like they're good but i just i think that with a lot of i think uh, and i agree that people need to stop comparing halloween 
to the uh, original, the, re- the Rob Zombie's remake, because he makes that movie so distinctly different and so his own. And even just the base level of how they, the characters are treated, because Scout Taylor Compton's Lori is nothing like Jamie Lee Curtis's Lori. Jamie Lee Curtis's Lori is like the peak of virgin white final girl. And yeah, Scout Taylor Compton's also white, but she's not like innocent. She makes sexual jokes. Yeah. She's not an innocent character at all, unlike um, Lori Strode in the original. And if it was Michael, this Michael's way more sympathetic. And even, like, he doesn't seem to want to hurt Lori and only really does because Lori fights back. Because mm-hmm. she, it's just a big misunderstanding almost. Like, he wants, he loves his sister, and I think he just wanted to be with her, but she doesn't understand that, obviously, and that's what causes the whole conflict of these movies. But, yeah. Any last thoughts? Um, I wanted to come on that for like one second and then I think we probably should end the episode soon. I know we didn't get to the last one, but we're coming up on 45 minutes and I don't want to do over 50. Um, we just talk about Friday the 13th for like five minutes. Okay, I don't that'll, be fine. that'll be fine. I'd say either because I don't like the Friday the 13th franchise that much. <laughs> okay, I just have one thing to say first. I just have one thing to say first. Of course, go ahead. I personally did agree that the reason I don't like the original Halloween is because Laurie Strode is so fucking boring. That's all I have to say. Do you agree that Scout Taylor Compton's Laurie is more interesting, though? Like, from the Rob Zombie Halloween? Because I don't know her name. Is that from the Rob Zombie uh, Halloween? Yeah, yeah, that's from the Rob Zombie. Um, I liked her more as a character. I felt she was more likable. Lori felt so flat and like she wasn't a real person. Like that's why I don't like her. But I felt you like Lori seen the in the second one, right? What? You haven't seen the second Rob Zombie Halloween, right? No, I haven't seen the second Rob Zombie Halloween, but I saw the first one. Oh my god. You totally yeah. need to watch the second one and you'll appreciate Lori's character a lot more. Because let me tell you something. I'm being so serious when I say Scott Taylor Conscious performance in that movie. Oscar really and like I'm being so like I know a lot of the time there'll be like a shitty movie that I watch and I'll be like, oh, this is there's an Oscar. I genuinely think Scott Taylor Compton's performance in Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 is one of the best performances I've ever seen in any horror movie ever. That's all I have to say on that, okay? <laughs> okay, we should, probably, we should probably really quickly get to, um... All right. Cutting down on the Halloween topic, we have a few minutes to talk about the Friday the 13th um, original versus remake. I personally have nothing to say on it because I have not seen the remake. I'm so sorry, and I probably never really? will. I probably never will. I'm so sorry. I don't like the original. I thought the original was terrible. Will. The original is very boring, which is why I think the remake is the best movie in the franchise. Not yeah, only yeah. is it the better movie, it's my favorite yeah. of the whole franchise. Like, it's so fun. Like, the remake is so fun. And you have Jason. And the remake knows that you're there for Jason, so it gives you Jason right off the bat. Which I love. I love. And Jason is so survivalist in the remake. Like, the way that he, like, booby traps everything. Fucking genius. And I... Just like with the Halloween remake, I think remake Jason is the scariest Jason. I think the, um... The franchise... Like, Friday the 13th as a whole is a very boring franchise. None of those movies are interesting. I'm sorry. Like, the first 
like when it gets to campiness, then you can like enjoy that. But I don't think movies that take themselves like way too seriously are any good. The remake takes all the best moments from every single movie and just from like the first four movies really actually and mm-hmm. gives you what you want. It gives what the fans want. It's a very good remake and I hate seeing people like shit on it because it's one of the better remakes from horror. Um, and it's also the best movie in the whole franchise because it knows what you're there for and it's literally just a master cut basically of the first four movies. That's all I'd say. And also, yeah, um, Remake Jason is the scariest and probably the best, even though he's actually not my favorite. I think it's really weird how Platinum Dunes comes out with Friday the 13th and then the next year they put out Nightmare on Elm Street Remake. I think it's so funny because you get... Platinum Dunes also you a movie. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, I think they did. And yeah. those remakes are pretty um, well-liked. I love the remake. All like, right. Yeah, that's all I have to say on Friday the 13th. Um, yeah, is, that that's all all the, is that all we have to say on the Friday the 13th franchise? I think so. I don't really have a lot of thoughts. All right. Um, well, it was so nice having you on, Mikey. I really appreciated it was you so coming. Fun. Um, Thank you. I really appreciated doing this again with you, Chris. I'm so glad we were able to plan a day to do it. Um, and thank you guys so much for coming. <laughs> I don't really have much else to You're say welcome. to you guys. So I'm going to do the outro really quick. Um, thank you to all our listeners listening to Final Gaze with Chris and Tristan. And this week we had Mikey. Um, we will probably have another episode out next week. We have not decided on a theme yet, but we will decide on one soon. And we'll announce it via our Twitter. Follow our Twitter once again at Final Gaze WCT. Again, that's at... Final Gaze WCT. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you soon.